Hello everyone, it's Gregor from A19 Consulting and today's Yvonne Tihid ISM podcast is dedicated to the self-service portal. So one of the most underutilized features of Ivanti Service Manager is the self-service portal. And I've had a lot of feedback on my Ivanti implementation poll. And I do get a lot of feedback as well from clients that are coming to me for help. And I get a lot of questions as well on my ITSM blog. And it seems that there's a lot of organizations out there that are hesitant to roll out self-service and hesitant to improve self-service, if they have it rolled out, that is. And other companies simply don't know where to start. And then there is a huge price tag from some Ivanti business partners as well that lack a consultative approach. And unfortunately, there are a lot of business partners out there that are utilizing sort of a cookie cutter template or scope of work and they're following a cookie cutter Ivanti implementation plan. And that plan really falls short on self-service and underutilizes self-service. So what are the benefits of self-service? Well, as the name implies, it is a self-service portal, but it's so much more than that. From experience and past Avanti implementations, I can tell you that my customers have experienced a 50% drop of service desk calls and emails on average. Okay, and this is with IT service desk resources being freed up to do other tasks uh, and work more streamlined and increase their productivity, as well as increase customer satisfaction. So, you know, this is all in line with the shift left methodology that I mentioned on the Avanti Neurons podcast. And that's kind of where it's at and been at for the last decade or two, enabling the customer to do more and shifting left from third level support to second to first to the service desk and then as I just mentioned to the customer. So that's where it's at and that's been happening over the last decade or two. Um, it is getting closer and closer. And now what you're able to do is in, enable the customer to self-resolve incidents, monitor the, the, the progress of incidents, as well as service requests, right? And that's not all. You, you can automate service requests such as HR onboarding and offboarding, which are at the top of the priority list and the top of the complex, complex scale. And change requests as well could be automated. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that can be done to enable shift left. And, you know, self-service not only replaces online forms, intranet sites with PDF forms, and those are just, you know, and a huge administrative burden, uh, or worse yet, you can also you can replace paper forms. And I have to chuckle because guess what? There's still a lot of that out there right now. Um, and why? It's because you don't have a good strategy and consultative approach that allows you to replace some of these archaic solutions, right? So, and self-service also improves data capture and the underlying workflows. And that significantly, significantly improves the service delivery 
time frames. So data capture as in service requests, you're asking for targeted information rather than getting a phone call, um, escalating your second level support, and then you know, second level support, having follow-up questions. So you're, you're, you're eliminating all of that with precise data capture and you have a, a workflow underneath that channels and, and also gets approvals as needed, right? So beyond the typical service desk implementations of self-service, there are some very advanced implementations for self-service kiosks and also online booking and reservation systems. One of my clients, the city of Brampton, for example, implements self-service kiosks and an online booking system for their parking authority. And this was for a municipal services CRM, customer relationship management solution, that in addition to handling any questions related to, to billing for water, electric services, also had this parking authority booking system. And I implemented a booking reservation system where every other consultant said it just couldn't be done. So this is an example of, you know, where you can in really introduce a very advanced self-service configuration. So where do you start? Well, first and foremost, you want to do an intake of your top obstacles and challenges, right? And you want to look at the Avanti implementation poll I have uh, on my blog to get some ideas. And then you want to contact a seasoned consultant like myself. So why? Well, you know, you, you really need a roadmap and someone that has the experience and has worked with a lot of companies implemented implementing self-service and can give you that guidance and really assess your business requirements. And that's really where it's at. You don't want to dive into the technical requirements, which is unfortunately what typically happens with cookie cutter Ivanti implementation plans. You want to look at the business requirements and, 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 and gather all of those plus any obstacles and challenges and then come up with a creative solution, a business solution to overcome the challenges. And then you want to see is, is where where can you add value? Where can you add value for incidents? Where can you add value for service requests? What does that automation look like? And what is the intended outcome? And how do we get you there? So be sure you contact me. Um, if you have any questions, if you have a topic from my podcast, or you need help with self-service, I can pretty much guarantee you that I can take your Avant implementation to the next level. And all it takes is a quick discovery session. So be sure to check me out. Go to contact.a19consulting.com and hope to hear from you soon.